0: the heart of commie-controlled America, the no bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
1: All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that is Vince Tagliavia. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 8 p.m. On Tuesdays, this is where we bring you... The unfolding global conspiracy, the firestorm event, the polycrisis, the jackpot, whatever you want to call it. It is in full effect. It is in progress. The the cabal, the global oligarchy has been hurt and damaged. They are on the run. Their backs are against the wall. But yet now they are desperate and they are fighting back with everything they got. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about that because we've been talking about the firestorm for the longest time, Vince. Yeah. And you know, the firestorm is still in progress. I mean, whether people want to realize it or not, this is still in progress. This is happening um we want to say that uh you know patriots are in control and we're winning I, I just don't i don't buy that shit. what i buy is that there's a war going on there's battles being fought and there's some win some won and some lost yeah i agree and that uh you know this is what we've observed and this is uh you know if anybody wants to tell me that hey look you know well no it's uh this is part of the plan and i'm sorry that uh, the deaths of friends and family and other americans and people around the world um well, those are casualties of war to people who have never fought an actual fucking war before in their life. Um, they can suck it because that's just not the way that life goes. That's just not the way that things go. Um, anyways, moving into this, we're going to see that this is a war, that there are battles being uh, being fought, that there are things happening, uh, obviously, behind the scenes because we're seeing massive disclosure coming out revelations in the trump mar-a-lago raid Uh, we reported on a few days ago actually and it's funny now like people are picking this up like this is news and i'm like we reported on this i think like monday but okay great like people are like where's the sources for this i'm like "He, he was he went to jim jordan like but anyways you wake up today right and you see a few things coming in and this is the u.s federal government agencies are hit with a global cyber attack you see an article pertaining to uh, pro Russian hacktivist group Killnet, Anonymous, Sidan, and Rebel announced they're going to destroy the European banking system within the next 48 hours. Whoa. So two cyber attacks. And you're wondering, like, whoa, all of a sudden we're seeing cyber attacks. Well, guess what? You've been seeing cyber attacks for a very, very long time. They're just not being reported on. And give you an example of this. Yesterday, Amazon Cloud Services, AWS. Was massively affected by something that nobody really knows what it is, and they really That's haven't right. came out and gave examples of this. If you remember, Rumble yeah. was all glitchy, and or two days ago, um, well, what do you think that was? Where does the US DoD and government store the majority of their files? Google Amazon cloud services. Oh, Amazon cloud. Oh, yeah, they got the big contracts. Um, you remember a few years back that uh, they had all those classified documents that were on open folders, and people could just go visit them. Oh yeah. So Amazon was probably hit with a cyber attack the other day. Probably. I say probably because we don't know for certain, but then we just go back to last year and we see what uh, well over almost 200 now food processing, manufacturing distribution facilities uh, caught on fire. We see uh, oil and gas refineries that blew up. We're seeing attacks on warehouses, storage facilities. uh, So many, so many, I mean, in, in it's, there's just so many that the talk about these days that you can't keep up with it. We're seeing with problems with the rail lines with an increased amount of uh, train derailments. So what I'm saying is that these cyber attacks aren't new. They're just new because now they're coming into the global narrative. Um, And this comes a a day after I, I saw this article the other day. I didn't report on it, but a day after Texas is reaching the maximum threshold for their energy grid. Just saw this the other day. Texas, and I said, oh, here comes a cyber attack. And then today, boom, what do you see? You know, US, U.S. federal government hit by a global cyber attack, an exploit found within an email system, most likely Microsoft. I don't know. I didn't get the, the secondary information on that. And then you also see pro-Russian hacktivist group, Kilmed, Anonymous, Sedan, and Revol announce they're going to destroy the cent- European central banking system. Now, if they did come through and, and destroy the European central banking system, I would laugh because I, I really don't care about central banks. Um, and that would be like, yeah, right. But do the do the Federal Reserve next, right? Like, but, <laughs> but here's the thing: is I think that what we're seeing is preparation for war. Is mm. they came out immediately for the U.S. federal government agencies hit by the cyber attack and blamed it on Russian, uh, or sorry, Chinese Chinese hackers.
0: Yeah, watch yep. out for them Chinese
1: man. And interesting enough is you have this Russian hacker group that comes out there and says they're going to hack the EU global banks, right? And what do you see right after this? Vince, Vince, uh oh. We'll wait for Vince to come oh. back. Sorry about that. Yeah. So the EU, EU came out immediately after the Russian hackers claimed this and said, "What? They're going to stop using telecom services running China's Yahweh ZE equipment." I wonder why. I mean, wasn't that the thing that when Donald Trump came in in 2017, he kicked Yahweh out of this country and yep. said, out, don't come back, and sued them with the federal government? Why? Because they were running a clandestine spy operation with their electronic integration with the U.S. 5G yeah. and grid structure, yeah. that they were allowing for hacking and remote control uh, of of various different types of U.S. infrastructure assets. And now the EU, right after Russia, says we are we are going to hack your central bank. You said like, well, it's time to get rid of Yahweh. I mean, it just okay, guys, yeah. you gotta go.
0: Yeah, and remember too, when Trump was in the midst of cleaning things up and with the infrastructure, we had that wild ice storm in Texas that was blamed on global warming. Oh yeah, and so many people were without power for weeks. <laughs> so firestorm events.
1: Firestorm event. It's inbound, guys, and what we're potentially going to see is massive distraction through these cyber, uh, the cyber storm events because these are ways that they have to take your attention away from everything that's unraveling against them now interesting enough the the cyber attacks begin on the same day that the BRICS alliance announces 20 new partnerships including Saudi Arabia France a NATO nation oh yeah, yeah this isn't big this this, this, this is isn't huge. Good. they're yeah, going to have they're
0: going to have more letters than the alpha, alphabet soup people soon
1: that's right. Marcon in France is like, okay, West, it's nice in there. We're out of here. We're going to the BRICS Nations. Saudi Arabia, we're going to the BRICS Nations. And, and, and here's the here's and this is what people don't see. Okay. What's that? Because you have all these economists that talk about US dollar stability, the future of the US dollar, um, the reserve, uh, the reserve currency, um, basically survival guide. Is that mm. you know the majority of the exports in the world are mitigated through the U.S. dollar, and these countries need U.S. imports, so they have to basically hold U.S. dollar. <clears throat> what happens, Vince, when the BRICS nations, which have 20 new numbers coming in, and I believe uh, you got, you know, countries like Mexico going in there, and France and all this stuff, um, Saudi Arabia, what happens when the BRICS nation, um, where they have over 78% of the global population underneath the brics nations they control over 72% of global trade okay yeah what happens when they issue sanctions economic sanctions against the united states
0: well it's not a sustainable position for the united states and depending on who's in control a it's going to lead to war or b there's deals that are going to be made and it's going to straighten itself out
1: so go with a there's war is going to happen The reason I say that because the U.S. has degraded their infrastructure so much that if we lost uh, the import of oil and gas from countries like Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, who are now going to be new BRICS nations, um, then we basically have to mine it ourselves. But we don't have the infrastructure set up. It'll take a few years before we can actually rebuild that infrastructure that Donald Trump amazingly built over his four-year period. And so what happens is we get into this predicament that we need to survive that we are still dependent upon the global economy, and we had just been sanctioned. Um, And what this also does is it turns the tides at the United Nations. And we have to remember that for a long time, the United States has been this kind of global police force, which has used force and coercion and clandestine operations to overthrow governments that didn't agree with them, to go into the United Nations and basically have an an all-out dictatorship over it. Well, those days are over now, especially with these BRICS nations becoming more and more powerful uh, within the global economy and aligning together. It's only a matter of time before those nations align militaristically, which is happening right now. So we are about to see some absolute fireworks over the next 18 months. And I can't preface enough that everybody hears me says 18 months, 18 months, 18 months. Why do I go on 18 months? Because we don't know. I'm not going to say that. But watch out! June June twenty first, something something important is going to happen. June twenty first, twenty twenty three, something's going to happen at eight oh five a.m. Right now, someone marked that down. But what I'm saying is, I don't make time based predictions like that unless we're kind of absolutely sure or there's enough substantiation to say that something like that potentially could happen. And what we've seen in the past is that everything was lined up for certain things to happen that never did. And the reason they never did is because they had the ability to do it in a less dangerous way for them. Um, But see, Vince, I I think that it goes back to the things that we've talked about before. They want you poor, homeless, jobless, hungry, thirsty. Um, They want you on the streets. They want your kids on the streets. And they want you begging the government for anything that they will hand out. And I think that that situation is coming. Yeah, or better yet, they want you dead at the end of the day, it seems like. Well, speaking of wanting you dead, you kind of just gave a great segue into the next segment that I wanted to talk about tonight. And so this is, listen, this is where this gets really interesting, guys. Um, We are seeing, um, well, let me take a sip here. We're trying to put together a puzzle. Before you know what the next piece is. Right? Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. And I'm really good at pattern recognition. It's like we're trying to yeah, we're trying to put together. Yep. Before the next pieces unravel. And so we can only understand the methodology and strategy and what they've done before in the past, studying their past games to know potentially what they're going to do next. Um, I think I've stumbled upon some things with the help of my guest last night, Game, Tech, Politics, and Blue Canaries um, so that basically start blowing this all out of the water. Now, people have seen these videos before, and I'm going to play one right now. And these should be no surprise to anybody. It's a TikTok video. But watch this. Hey, oh. Oh. No. Been uh-huh. These are... Heads of state. This is happening in front of him. That doesn't innovate, stagnates.
2: Oh So sorry. Okay, I just I think I I think
1: that's (laughs) it. And for those listening and on the audio podcast, what we just watched was videos of heads of state. And behind them and around them, people are collapsing. Died suddenly. But these aren't videos that you're seeing on TV. These aren't what you're seeing on the news. They're being edited and cut out. Why? If they're just, you know, their knees locked up and they lost blood flow, then it happens. But why are these not being shown on TV? Why are these being cut out? Well, if you caught the show last night and you listened a little bit about what we were saying pertaining to Blue Canary's newest research in Peru, um, I pulled this research up and uh, I'm just going to kind of just do a, a brief overview of this. What Blue Canary, is saying, Blue Canary is saying, Lima, Peru caught my attention recently due to all the U.S. government contracts, especially the DOD, Department of the Navy. Um, a few of the most recent requests were non-human primates, monkeys, lab supplies and equipment, lab freezer, lab reagents, uh, mostly related to NAMRU-6. And this is, uh, there's a list of biolabs. This is Navy Medical Research Unit 6. It's the primary source of infectious disease research in Latin America region for the U.S. Navy. Um, it consists of 143,000 square feet, the laboratory and office space in Lima, 5,000 square foot office space in Inquitos, 2,000 lab space, and Madolando. La, Mal, Malando. Um, according to the article above, Namru 6 conducts research all over Peru. They listed the districts where they re- conduct research, so I highlighted those places in a map. That's right there. All animal research conducted in NAMRU 6 is subject to approval by an institutional animal care and use facility, and all human research conducted by NAMRI-6 is conducted under supervision of duly constituted institutional review boards. The U.S. had to operate some of these biolabs to conduct its research in other countries, like Peru. The viral storm, Nathan Wolf described one study involving primates of dead new virus and how mosquitoes made the movement seamless. Now, Nathan Wolf, if you remember, is the CEO of MetaBiota and friends with Yisling Natswell, someone who is promoted by the World Economic Forum and the Wellcome Trust. Um, this year, Namru 6 celebrated four years established in 1983 in the Nelco Research Institute detachment. Um, is it really something to celebrate? And what she shows here has made things better or worse for Peru and the Gathering Nations. Let's take a look at the facts. This is the increase in Den uh, Dengal cases over the years, but Peru has already eradicated the mosquitoes, and Dengue is once again uh once before. And so they've eradicated most of the mosquitoes, but we see the El Nino periods, they start coming back in flux. And since the time of uh the Namru has been there, you've seen this massive increase. So, curiosity, the mosquito was not always found in Peru. Half a century ago, public health officials unleashed chemical insecticides, the 80s, a mosquito, and actually wiped it out. By the late 1970s, it was gone from all of Peru. As a result, the Denog fever disappeared, and 10 years later, inevitably, it found its way back to Peru and other parts of Latin America. Um, Since the U.S. Navy already started researching lavitators and equitos, Researchers had a new front row seat to watch the reinvasion of the Denog fever. And so this goes on, and she highlights some very, very good research about this. So right now, if you don't know, in Peru, there is a Denog fever outbreak. And over 300 people are dead and over 180,000 are infected that's going to be pandemic level if that keeps on going like that okay that's that's out of control so i started researching the mosquito side of things because i'm like you know bill gates he's releasing mosquitoes we we think that he's just releasing mosquitoes here and there right you remember a few years ago he released them in florida and everybody's like no stop well guess what they've been doing this since 2004 2004 they first started it with this new breed of genetically modified mosquito between 2009 and 2013. It started in Indonesia, Malaysia, these types of third world countries where yellow fever, denog flu, these types of things are very, very common.
0: West Nile,
1: right? And so, one thing that I notice is there's not a increase. There's not an increase in these illnesses during the initial releases, but about three years down the road you have some type of epidemic that comes out. Now I started doing the research on the specific genetic modification in the history of it, just because I wanted to understand it. Mm -hmm. And um, I started talking with blue canary and, and, and um, game. And I'm said, this isn't good. This is not good. So a a few things here, initial attempts to genetically modify mosquitoes was, um, done to basically promote or promote a cytokine reaction. So you remember cytokine storms, right? So you have one as a desonucleose virus, virus. these insects, they don't affect us, they infect these insects. And what they did is they wanted to basically attach something at those vector sites within their DNA to make them have a cytokine storm, which would eliminate the mosquitoes. And this actually works really good. It attacks the larva and attacks the babies and they all die. Okay. Well, they moved away from that for some reason or another. And um, the research that is being done specifically, let me find the gentleman's name here. Uh, Well, you have Oxitec. Oxitec is the primary company that is doing this research. And the guy's name is Luke. uh, let Let me find it real quick. I got my notes in front of me of course I don't have his name in here. I got all of his patents, but I don't have his name. But um, the gentleman's name is like Luke Holloway or something like that. But he is the one for Oxitech that holds the majority of these patents and is the guy who's done the majority of this research. So what Oxitech is doing, and by the way, Oxitech is the one that's releasing billions of these e- each year. These are this is, this is the company that's funded by the Mil- Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And by the way, it's not just mosquitoes. Ooh, what else? Any type of evasive insect that you can think of from anything that feeds off of soybeans, corn, oh wow, anything that seeds off feeds off of the massive crops in the world, they're all being targeted genetically modified. And I think I understand why. But let's just talk about the mosquitoes for a second. Um OxyCheck uses a specific gene created by this guy, okay? It's known as Ttab or tetracycline repressible transcriptional activator variant. It's designed to drive the expression of even more Ttab in what becomes a fatal feedback loop for the mosquitoes. Now, this is where it's interesting because it only is a genetic modification of the male mosquito now, you have to wonder, because every insect has a, a pertinence to the ecosystem, right? Male mosquitoes yeah. don't bite you. They don't spread illness or disease. Did you know this?
0: No, I didn't know that.
1: I'm wearing tea tree
0: oil right now, because I was outside. It's only the female mosquitoes that
1: bite Oh, I didn't know, know that. Those sons of bitches. And actually, it's interesting, too, because the female mosquitoes contain a saliva enzyme called R7. Yeah. And R7 actually inhibits... The virus from infecting you. Huh. It stops the virus from infecting you. The, wow. the mosquito saliva stops the virus from infecting you. But what happened is that when you have a histamine reaction, an inflationary effect at your skin when the mosquito bites you, that suppresses your immune system and allows the virus to basically take hold and the R7 can't do its job. And I said, huh? Isn't that interesting that we're seeing more and more cases of this rise and increase in people who are immunocompromised? Wow. So TTAB goes in there. And what they do, and by the way, the male mosquito, um, it's one of the the top three pollinators in the world. Really? Male mosquito, one of the three top pollinators in the world. So uh, behind bees, mosquitoes. So you want to talk about uh, ecosystem collapse? M- male mosquitoes. And guess what? They've shortened their lifespan by, uh, lifespan by 75%. Wow. hmm So this is the interesting thing about this technology. Gosh. And this yeah. is a paragraph directly from the patent, from nature.com, okay? How the process kills mosquitoes isn't entirely clear. The excess T-tab protein may tie up the cell's protein production machinery. It basically causes genetic havoc and the organism dies, says Al Handler, the insect geneticist of the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Gainesville, Florida. Vince, they're genetically modifying these mosquitoes and it's killing them. And they're like, yeah, but they have no idea how it works. They don't even know why it's working.
0: That's, I find that hard to believe, but that's not responsible. This is directly from them. I know, but I mean. Maybe they know and they're not saying it. I don't yep. know.
1: Oxitec mosquitoes bearing the lethal gene grow up feeding on tetracycline, an antibiotic that blocks t activity and keeps them alive. Males, which don't bite humans, are released in the towns and cities where they mate with the females. Their offspring accumulate clip quick uh, accumulate to le- uh, the lethal protein, and the vast majority die before maturing. Okay. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay. You know, I, like – So I started looking into the research and how the genetic aspect of this works. And it took me a few minutes to get kind of back into my teenage self and my college self, right? And understand the science a little bit. But they started talking about viral receptor sites within the DNA. Most specifically, the adenoviral receptor sites or what they call adenoviral vector sites. Mm -hmm. And so basically within your DNA, within any species DNA, is you have sites of which basically are receptive to viruses and these types of things. And what they're doing is they're exploiting in these mosquitoes, these viral receptor sites. And so what they found out is when they attach this, this enzyme, to basically they use CRISPR-Cas9 to go in there and they attach this to the adenoviral vector site. The mosquitoes die really, really fast. And what happens is, is it mimics the virus, and they go into a cytokine storm in their body and shut down and die. The cytokine <laughs> storm is basically a reaction by their immune system, noticing the foreign genetic change and attacking it, but it's so pronounced that it kills them.
0: Reminds me of something.
1: It reminds me of something. Uh, the you know, the ACE2 receptor site that was exploited by the cleavage site on the COVID SARS-2 COVID SARS2 vaccine where the spike proteins, which attack to it. And you have a cytokine storm. The cytokine storm produces a immune reaction, which increases the fluid in that area. The white blood cell production, most dominion, the the greatest density of ACE2 receptors you have are in your lungs. Therefore, pneumonia is one of the primary causes. I mean, I've heard this before. And so they're doing the same thing with mosquitoes. I'm like... Well, you know, are they are they putting these viruses in a slow release into the mosquitoes? That's what I want. Because like, this okay. would become a very good vector if you wanted to weaponize mosquitoes. Vince, what I found next shocked me. The weaponization of insects goes back thousands of years. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That what... Armies would do back in the Roman times, in the Greek times, is they would take hordes of these mosquitoes and catch them, and then go release them like a Trojan horse in their enemy cities, hoping that a plague would break out. Are you serious? I'm like, wow, "Wow, this is nuts, right? Like bio warfare. So then I keep on researching. In the 1940s and the 50s, the United States government had various different operations trying to find a way to weaponize mosquitoes, fleas, and ticks. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's a conspiracy that Lyme disease was manufactured. I, I'm pretty sure it was, because what we find out next is that they wanted to release this in Russia, originally. Well, Russia got wind of it and said, don't be doing that. And they, well, we don't know what you're talking about. Well, so then China started rising up in the ranks, and what is really prevalent in China is yellow fever. And yellow fever just happens to be one of the primary diseases that is spread by mosquitoes. So I, I did some Google searches, and I found this. This is a 1974 periodical. And this is germ warfare allegations force a WHO out of Indian Mosquito Project. This is the World Health Organization. Okay? Yeah. The Indian Mosquito Project was done under Indira Gandhi, the prime minister of India, in the 1970s. What happened was, and you read through this whole story, and you can go in there to the historians that talk about this, is that in the 1970s, the Central Intelligence Agency of the United States of America wanted to weaponize mosquitoes against the Chinese with yellow fever. And so they started genetic testing in various third world countries. One of the primary third world countries was a country that had no indications of yellow fever. There's like no yellow fever in India. And so they chose India because it's a great control that they have the same environmental conditions for the mosquitoes specifically to live and thrive in. But India doesn't have a yellow fever problem. So if they start seeing yellow fever rise up, they know the project is working. Well, that's exactly what they did, Vince, is they chose small cities and towns and they genetically altered these mosquitoes, infected them basically with yellow fever, and they sent them out into the public. Well, the public found out about it after yellow fever broke out. And they threw the World Health Organization, who was working directly with the Central Intelligence Agency at that time, out of their country. And they covered it up. And it's known as a conspiracy theory right now in India. Well, the same investigator who broke that story in the 70s is the same one who filed the charges in India against Bill Gates. Oh, now we start seeing the connections here, right? So... This is in the 1970s. They wanted to weaponize mosquitoes with yellow fever. Now mosquitoes are carrying yellow fever, denog fever, Zika. And you got to ask yourself, if these mosquitoes have been carrying these illnesses for millions of years, how has humanity ever survived? How have we survived in those climates all these millions or hundreds of thousands of years without these massive pandemics raging? I think you know why. I think the audience knows why. Because those viruses are most likely man-made. Most likely what we're seeing here is some type of genetic alteration to this insect species to when it does bite you. It produces changes, inflammatory and immune reactions within your body that produce cytokine storms. Hmm. Where have I heard that
0: before? Dude, that's freaking me out because I think I told you this. But I'm like itching right now because yesterday I got a couple mosquito bites. Right now, they're swelling up like crazy. Mm -hmm. And then a few months ago, last March, I got a couple when I was in Hawaii,
1: and they swelled like crazy. Like really crazy. I have pictures. They're probably the GMO mosquitoes. I wouldn't doubt it. They're being released in over 100 countries worldwide. Millions at a time. So crazy. I'd never had these
0: allergic reactions pretty much yeah. before, but
1: uh, how to keep mosquitoes away. So I'm going to give you the kicker and you're going to feel a lot better after I give you the kicker here in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So Bill Gates is in China to meet with Xi Jinping on the global health and development partnership between Bill and Melinda Gates foundation and Bill Gates Great. and, uh, or in China. And I said, I wonder if this has anything to do with the 20 million mosquitoes that China's releasing each week. In their cities and in Gangzhou. In Gangzhou, this is interesting. In 2017, <clears throat> Gangzhou province, sorry, 2000, yeah, 2018, the Gangzhou province released 20 million mosquitoes a week. Two years later, it seems to be this interesting time frame about two years, is when the people of that region were locked down for severe COVID. Remember when China had those outbreaks a few years ago? And no other place in the world had COVID outbreaks. Only China in these one specific areas. That's where they released the mosquitoes.
0: Wow. Hmm.
1: Well, here's my my theory. And I I can't confirm this Mm. yet. But I wanted to touch on one more article before I get into this theory. Okay. This is an article I saw today. This is from The Hill. Cancer rates are climbing among young people. And it's not clear why. 24-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 30-year-olds, all are having a oh. massive increase in cancer. Americans age 15 to 39 rose more than 17% over the overall 19-year period. Uh, myeloma wow. rate spiked over 30%. Correctal cancer nearly 45%.
0: That's a lot.
1: Now, correctal cancer. That's correctal? colon cancer. Oh. Vince. How many years have you been told your food is killing you?
0: Oh, 30.
1: Pesticides, insecticides, poison soil and air, right? But what is the one thing that keeps you alive? What do you mean?
0: What? Your immune system?
1: Yeah. Yeah, your immune system is incredibly resilient. It is the one thing over the last three to five decades with all this poisoning of the air, the water, and the soil and, and uh, the toxicity that's sprayed on our crops that has kept you alive. Yeah. It takes 60 to 70 years before these things actually have an effect on you. But now, after people got vaccinated and they have basically a suppressed immune system, autoimmune deficiencies of disease, they have compromised immune systems. Their immune systems aren't as strong and can't fight. So now you're going to see a rise in cancers because they're still eating the same old diets. They're still getting the pesticides, and insecticides going through their body, except their body doesn't have the methodology to fix it. And so now you're seeing an early onset of cancers. Now, if you wanted to depopulate the world, Vince, okay, Would you release a bioweapon that's injected in the billions of people's arms that just kill them all? No. People are going to come pointing the finger at you and come at you, right?
0: Yeah. You'd have to have some strategy. Sure.
1: Okay. Um, What if you developed a bioweapon that goes in there and suppresses people's immune system? Not only suppresses it, but, (laughs) but degrades it slowly over time.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. Now, what happens in the Westernized ni- nations, as long as they keep on eating the Western diet with insecticides, pesticide and poisoned food and soil, air and water, mm-hmm. you're going to have an early onset of various terminal diseases come about on these people, which means early death. You just basically decrease your lifespan from 70 years down to 30 to 40 years. What about third world countries that got the vaccine, Vince? Remember what I was talking about with the mosquito's R7 protein? Yeah. The R7 protein in the mosquito was designed by nature specifically to inhibit the viral uptake into your skin. Wow. Why? Huh? Huh? So nature literally said, hey, look, mosquitoes, we don't want you spreading disease and wiping out the ecosystem. So we're going to put this little protein that neutralizes the viruses. Wow. But yet people still get sick and these viruses take forth. Well, why is that happening? Because these people that are getting sick are already immunosuppressed. The mosquitoes have been being released for well over a decade now, but more so in the last two to three years. These mosquitoes, okay are now within these third-world countries after these people are vaccinated and immunosuppressed. So the next pandemic, Vince, isn't going to be a global... Potentially, won't be a global pandemic where this thing just breaks out and affects everybody in the world like COVID did. Instead, it's going to be geographically-centered outbreaks. Smallpox, monkeypox, Zika, yellow fever, denog. In these areas... Killing thousands of people at a time who are immunosuppressed because of the vaccine and their susceptibility to these viruses that are being carried by these mosquitoes that are genetically modified that basically have their R7 proteins eliminated or reduced so that the viral uptake into the host occurs faster at a faster rate. Talk about population control. If they want to reduce a portion of population anywhere in the world all they have to do is go out there release a few billion mosquitoes and that population will begin to decrease
0: I want a mosquito farm natural organic mosquito farm fight fire with the opposite of fire water yeah I mean there has to be something people could do to counter this out I'm wearing tea tree oil right now, diluted, and um, I didn't get bit today. But this scares me, man. But I mean, what can you do? Just try to protect yourself from mosquitoes, I guess. Yeah, and expose it. Tell everybody you know.
1: <laughs> That's right, man. I mean, you gotta you gotta expose it. And I don't know how to say the word. Is it denog, deneg, den, dengue, uh, dengue, dengue? I think it's dengue. Okay, denog, deneg. Then gay, then gay fever. Okay, then gay fever. Thank you. But okay. so let's get into the second part of this. So we have this dude at the Stephen Greer conference who comes out and talks about how the neutrino detector down in Antarctica is actually not a neutrino detector at all, but basically an upgrade of uh, heart that no utilizes neutrinos to produce a directed energy weapon that shoot various objects out of the sky, meteoroids, asteroids, UFOs, these types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as becomes an air traffic control lane for the detection of these objects throughout the planet. He also said is when they first turned it on, there was a massive earthquake in the New Zealand area and that this was because of the neutrino um, basically the neutrino power supply that they utilize now I found this really interesting because yesterday Vince is fading hard look at that no I'm not uh, what? no you're you're going all blurry so yeah, yesterday the Chinese navy made its first visit to Manila Philippines in years a very very rare visit especially after discussions between the Philippines and the United States have taken that the United States can now move in a new military base in the Philippines And China, Xi Jinping, and so forth, have been trying to go into the Philippines to stop this from happening. One of these is this port visit yesterday by the Chinese Navy in the Philippines. Yesterday? Yesterday. Hmm. A few hours after the Navy ship, or the Chinese Navy ship shored up, a 6.5 earthquake happened just a few miles away. (sighs) Wow. There are no coincidences. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> and to me, that's uh, don't do it. That's our ter- territory. Don't mess yeah. around with us. Oh my gosh! So now uh, I, I went outside yesterday, and we actually had a fire out back. And nice. uh, I love it, hell yeah! But there's uh, red skies all throughout Minnesota
0: from Canada.
1: Yep, from the Canadian wildfires. I gotta say this. Whatever.
0: From uh, the, Canadian the Canadian arson.
1: Wildfires. Yep. Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Illinois are all covered right now. And you know, I'll tell you, go, ahead, go ahead.
0: One of my main concerns ever since this started happening, actually we had terrible air quality from fires from years ago in Washington mm-hmm. state. If you guys recall from uh, those fires and arson, um, how to, uh, and I'll talk about this, I think tomorrow morning, how to keep your air safe when there's fires all around you and these kinds of things. For If she hits the fan, if they're doing the global firestorm, there's an EMP and everything turns on fire, you guys, a little bit of prep goes a long way, I'm telling you. Yep. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Add those
1: potassium iodide pills because the too. nuclear reactors will melt down.
0: Uh, I think uh, my Patriot Supply actually sells those. So
1: They're expensive there, but yeah, they, they definitely do sell them. Um, so this is interesting. I lived in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. In wildfires, we had at least one a year. In 10 years that I lived there, we had one every year. And you get to recognize the, the different smell and how the smoke is. And typically yeah. when you have various different trees, they, give, they have resins within these trees and these yeah. resins burn. And they can produce massive toxicity. They can produce skin conditions. Um, and people might remember, I had allergies for quite a few years. I think I do recall that. Yeah, you remember yeah. I had allergies? Yeah. Gone. Gone.
0: Imagine that.
1: Imagine that. I had allergies. Why? Because of the wildfires in Colorado, I believe, Colorado and California, affected me and basically suppressed my immune system, which made me susceptible to various different pollens. Now that I don't live there anymore, hmm, I'm fine. So I'm looking at the skies in Minnesota. Yeah. These aren't normal. There's something up with them. I don't know. It just I doesn't look normal.
0: I look at the clouds every day and think the same thing. In the There's normal something
1: day. off with this this fire smoky haze that's well, in the skies.
0: I heard people saying it smells like
1: toxic chemicals. Um, it definitely smells like forest fire. But imagine, imagine having. So think about this, and I want everybody to kind of take this in the context. We know that they see the sky. We know that they spray stuff into the clouds. So imagine what happens when they spray various different chemicals into the clouds. That washes down on rain and through the air onto the trees in the forest. Those forests then catch on fire and burn. Those chemicals, therefore, ignite, go into the air and get taken with the prevailing winds into the lungs of people.
0: Cancer. People with immunocompromised. There
1: you go. Now, people who are immunocompromised. Do I need to play the jackpot video all over again? Yeah. You remember this? The jackpot video?
0: Yeah, let's play it for fun, whether you have to or not.
1: I think <laughs> that this is important that since we're laying this out. Yeah, let's
0: do the whole, uh, what do they say? Whole gambit?
1: Yeah, let's do the whole gambit.
0: Oh, Dude, they, they made a GIF of me on PILD. Did they really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Thanks, Woke. That's awesome. It's
1: because I'm not on my account. Okay, give me one second. I got to go to my real account.
0: I heard that theory, Nikki. that ammonium nitrate thing. Uh,
1: so I, here's the thing is 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate over that long, uh, over that distance is nothing. You're probably breathing that in already. So, to me, I I don't look at that as significant. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, But I don't know. I don't think we. But it burns orange.
0: That's the connection people are like. It also burns orange, but, you know, sunsets are orange all the time and smoky skies are orange anyway, just from normal forest fires. So, who knows?
2: We call it the Jackpot. It wasn't one thing, or all at once. It was everything together, building over time. Even now they're still arguing about when it technically began. It started though, already in Madham. Yes. Nice place for a stroll. She has a right to know, Mr Netherton. A moral right. Send me the damn code. What is this? Our past, your future. A museum of sorts. Each of these shapes represents a different phase of the jackpot. Why the jackpot? Gallows humour, I suppose. And it's less portentous than apocalypse. This is the moment commonly pinpointed as the edge of the cliff. After which there is no turning back. The jackpot was unstoppable of the North American electrical grid. Complete blackout. Months long, continent-wide. An increasingly common phenomenon, as it turned out. Across the globe. That's just seven years off in the world. Pandemic. A filovirus. We called it the Blood Plague. It attacked the viscera. The liver, spleen, intestines, filling with blood till the abdomen burst. Environmental catastrophe. Droughts. Famine. Antibiotic failure. Agricultural collapse followed. Full population collapse. About more than seven billion people. Over four decades or so. And then came the end. A domestic terrorist attack in the United States. They blew up a nuclear missile silo. Spring Creek, North Carolina. Jesus Christ, that's where I live.
1: And there you have it. Their plans. Epic. All for you to see. And, uh, what, what type of virus did they say that was?
0: Yeah, it makes your blood fill, your gut fill with blood till you explode?
1: Right. But it was a specific family of virus. Adeno? Yeah, an anophilia virus. Oh. Um, right. just happens oh, to be the same family as dengue fever and all those things. Which I find. Um... Wow. <sighs> yeah. So, we are coming to that point, people. This is this is real. This is happening. And you have to understand that these people will stop at nothing until they get global control. They want a world in chaos. They want a world collapsing because that's a world that, that they can yeah. control through fear.
0: Yeah. You know what's odd, though? All of these people, Bill Gates and stuff, they... Do they? They all don't hide from this. No, they they're susceptible they to all the this stuff too. What's, so? Yeah, there must be a solution. Is it just healthy living and <laughs> and not getting jabs, or you know, what are they doing different to protect themselves? Antidote. Well,
1: when when you create the illness, you also have the cure. Come on now.
0: Yeah, but. I don't know. I find it hard to believe that they all are getting some cures delivered.
1: Well, this, this should be interesting because someone's watching right now and went and tagged me on a post on Twitter. And I just happened Mm. to see it. And thank you housewife Politica for that. Yep. I called you out. Thank you so much. Clark County, Nevada health alert. Uh, They were reporting the first appearance of the West Nile virus in Clark County this year. Mosquitoes in the 89074 zip code Green Valley area tested positive. The health district urges people to protect themselves and fight the bite. Did,
0: did, did you say Florida?
1: Nope. Nevada.
0: Nevada. Oh, wow.
1: I think, yeah, Clark, Clark County, Nevada. Hey. There
2: let's see. I
1: wanted to just see something. See if I'm right on that. Yeah, so I mean we had uh US's poison release 2.4 genetically modified male mosquitoes. That was in 2020. Million? 22 billion. 22 billion. Oh, wow. Uh, but we haven't had any indication that there was some released in Nevada, but it's safe to say that most likely that is the case. All right, so. Let's jump into some uh, some pertinent news here. We have companies in San Francisco stopping making their mortgage payments. Massive mall in San Francisco has um, no longer making their mortgage payments. Don't care. They're losing business, so the so is the city. No longer paying taxes. No longer paying mortgages, and San Francisco is moving into full and complete collapse. Um. This is where it gets good. All right. So the Burisma Energy accountant who blew the whistle on the Biden bribery scheme. Okay. Yep. This is the Burisma guy. um, The chief accountant of Ukraine's Burisma Energy who offered to provide U.S. authorities with damning evidence regarding financial crimes involving involving Joe and Hunter Biden. Okay. He's been identified um, as the wife of former Burisma business owner. Mykola Listen, who also who died a um, few years in the Obama administration. Uh, this guy, Ukraine's business, uh, Burisma Energy accountant, was just found dead. So yeah. go go back a few weeks to where Jim Jordan and all of them are talking about an informant that's blowing the whistle on Joe Biden in Ukraine about all this stuff and that he fears for his life. Maybe they're like, I can't believe we're actually saying this. Well, he's dead, and you're not seeing it reported anywhere on the mainstream media.
0: And it wasn't mosquitoes, folks. No, <laughs> they alleged that he killed himself, but I think it was an Epstein situation or a Hillary Clinton suicide yep. hotline special.
1: Yep. So according to Rudy Giuliani, who uh, first brought the light, Hunter Biden's notorious laptop from hell, the whistleblower was the chief accountant at Burisma. The notoriously corrupt Ukrainian energy company during Joe Biden's tenure as Vice President Obama, Burisma compensated Hunter with tens of thousands of dollars per month for his position on the company's board, despite his complete lack of experience in the energy sector. During that period, then Vice President Biden withheld U.S. assistance from Ukraine as a means of pressuring the government to dismiss Victor Shokin, the senior prosecutor who was investigating Burisma and its owner for fraudulent activities. Giuliani uh, says U.S. authorities did everything they could to ignore um, her, balancing her case over off various offices in an attempt to make her go away. So he previously served as the attorney Donald Trump, says the whistle, uh, whistleblower offered to give the U.S. attorney highly compromising financial information about the Bidens, but the DOJ wanted nothing to do with it. Um, he revealed that the Pittsburgh attorney general had initially been investigating the case, but the investigation was later transferred to the U.S. attorney uh, general's office in Delaware under the former U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr. Giuliani claims that Delaware office buried the case despite the whistleblower being under the threat of death. He says the whistleblower had evidence that included offshore bank account information, showed millions of dollars in bribes flowing to the Biden family and other cooked politicians. Um, Despite the explosive nature of the evidence, Giuliani says prosecutors stonewalled the case and she died suddenly before she could testify. And now the mainstream media are refusing to acknowledge her existence. Well, of course, that's the most ridiculous idiotic statement make on the day in which we find out that the Biden's took a $10 million bribe from the Ukrainian Mykola Zashlevsky, who, which I could have told you, you know, and did tell the DOJ three years ago. And they followed up on none of the evidence I gave them. They were hoping that the people would disappear or die. It's extraordinary. Giuliani revealed that he gave the DOJ one witness who was a woman who is a chief accountant at this crooked company, Burisma. She was the wife of the former owner who died under suspicious circumstances, and she was willing to give it all up from bank offshore bank accounts for the Bidens. She supervised the transfer of a lot more cash to the Bidens and other crooked politicians for Burisma. Um, Crosby asked, "Are you confident that the now House Committee is going to get to the bottom of that? Because that is stunning. The reality is that we give it to them in January of 2020, and the Pittsburgh U.S. Attorney was very interested." And then in a very strange move, Barr took it away from him, gave it to the U.S. attorney in Delaware, and he didn't do a damn thing about it. And the woman was under threat of death, so we tried to put pressure on them to do something. Look, she's supposed she she was lying. You find out in a minute she wouldn't have had those accounts information. She she either has the goods or she doesn't, and it's absurd not to interview her. She claims she had bank accounts, that the Bidens got a lot more money under the table. Um, says they have eight million dollars on the table that they can prove, which they can prove tomorrow if they wanted to. And so you got to remember, this is January of 2020. Donald Trump was still president. Bill Barr was still attorney general, and they handed this information and they handed it off. You should not be shocked. Yeah, but you People- have to understand that this is why you don't come forward with the information because <clears throat> not even <throat> Donald Trump can protect you.
0: People are speculative on if this is an accurate story only being put out by the people's voice.tv and Chuck Colesto and some people on Twitter. But um Well, it was it
1: was actually an interview with with Rudy Giuliani. Mm, okay. So that's the source Rudy, of their Yeah, it was an interview with Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. With the people's voice who put this out there. So okay, okay, cool. there, there's more to this as well because we have The damning evidence of the Poroshenko audio with the Biden family, that's also coming out. We have a $10 million bribe. So this is kind of reaffirming this story. Okay.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So there's more than one story and and they all kind of leach together, right? Um, So why did Ukraine informant file refer to you as the big guy Biden is uh, why would you ask such a dumb question? Let's check this video file out real quick. <laughs> Fucking Joe Biden. I know, doofus. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: <laughs> the bribery <laughs> allegation, Congresswoman Nancy May says there's standing evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. <laughs> President, President it's
2: a bunch of malarkey.
1: Mr. President, what do you say to It's a bunch of malarkey. Where's the money? It's in your bank accounts, quite literally, Joe. The money, you've already taken the money. Your son, we've seen the money. You know, this is the problem with the system. Is there isn't a system of checks and balances.
0: Not even close, man.
1: foxes guard the hen house. Yep. I mean, other than complete and absolute anarchy and chaos... What, what are we supposed to do? Wait for justice? Just wait. Don't worry. The Republicans in Congress will take care of it. No, they won't. No, they're so corrupt. <laughs> no, they won't. Well, we have to get to the facts. You've had the fucking facts since it happened. Yep. Oh. Well, trust me, justice will be served. Sort of, oh, like in the Donald Trump classified documents case, where we just had the Speaker of the House, the third most powerful man in government, Kevin yeah. McCarthy talking to the news media, going, why the double standard? Why aren't you guys asking questions on Joe Biden's classified documents? When he was a senator and vice president, he wasn't even legally allowed to have the document. Yeah, but he gave it back. And McCarthy looks at him and goes, he wasn't supposed to have them outside of a skit. It was illegal for him to have them in the first place. And they're just like, but Donald Trump.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: This, this is not a good state for our country because what this shows is it shows the weakness of how bad the United States had gotten to the point where this country could fall at any time. Gosh. And I do mean that. It's either going to fall to anarchy, it's going to fall to civil war, or it's going to fall from invasion by a foreign entity. And I think those all three of those are very good possibilities.
0: <sighs> should I should learn Chinese.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, so we have uh top GOP representative says there's evidence that the Biden administration released migrants with Chinese military ties into the United States.
0: Um those aren't migrants. <laughs> or I <laughs> yeah. guess they <I> can <laughs>
1: Uh, the intelligence came directly from Border Patrol Sector Chief Green, who told the DNC, uh, DCNF, Border Patrol has seen roughly a 393% increase in illegal Chinese migrants at the southern border, with 9,711 Chinese migrants encounters recorded between October 22, 2022 and April of 2023. Um, now go back to what I was just talking about. Uh, the Biden administration, um, these people are connected to the Chinese Communist Party, the chief, uh, the Chinese People's Liberation Army, Um, and this is what Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green says he has evidence to prove that these Chinese members that are coming over illegally are members of the PLA. Just
0: more information on the brink of pouring out. Dude, I hope we have just like whistleblower like a whistleblower party where all the whistleblowers come forward at once and all the stuff needs to be dug through and validated. And uh, I think that could lead to something. I think I've heard the phrase suicide weekend
1: before. (laughs) You know, it'd be great if something like that happened.
0: Yeah. It's, you know,
1: let them take care of themselves and get out of the way. Right.
0: It's my, yeah, perhaps one day.
1: All right. Uh, By the way, the the chest and the scratch-in are all released for everybody out there. Um, $10 million mysteriously appeared in Biden's bank account in 2007. Nobody knows where the money came from. $10 million. (laughs) Boop. I hate it when that happens. I know. (laughs) You know, I don't know about you, but these politicians are statistical anomalies. Joe Biden has $10 million magically appear in his bank account. I don't know anybody who that's ever happened to. Hillary Clinton has over 63 friends who've committed suicide, who worked closely with her in her political endeavors. I mean, do you know anybody else that knows 63 people who committed suicide? And the majority of those suicides are absolutely unbelievable circumstances, like double gunshot wounds to the head. Um, two to the chest, two to the back and one to the head. Um, a a man walking out into the middle of a field of someone's land that he doesn't even know of, but his direct connections to Bill Clinton and pulls himself up, hangs himself from a tree with an electrical cord and was able to pull that off after shooting himself. I mean, just unbelievable statistical anomalies that these politicians are. Oh, my God, man. We are living in fucking hell. Ah,
0: sometimes I wonder. Yep. Something's
1: going on. IRS looks the other way while the left-wing eco-terrorist groups use fundraising to hire mobs to shut down U.S. Senator events. Uh Well, you know what? But those left-wing terrorist groups are now under massive attack. BLM is on the verge of collapse, and many others are on the verge. Of collapse as well, which I think is a good thing because people are seeing the uh, people are seeing what's happening and they're waking up.
0: Oh, There's still people around here. At least one person with a BLM flag in their window, and I'm just like, they've yeah. got Ukraine outside, a BLM in the window. I shake my
1: head. You know, I got to be very careful, like when I talk to people, because you never know who people are. Like you know, left yeah. no, to right. So the first thing I always yeah. preface is I do a radio show oh, really? They're always really interested in like, oh, really? What's your radio show? Well, it's on conservative radio. And then you get to see the reaction like, oh, no. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, or, oh. Okay. Well, so, uh, (laughs) and then you see the subject change, right? Yeah. You know, I think it's important that people have these conversations. I was talking with a gentleman yesterday, and I just didn't give a fuck. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I do a conservative radio show. I, I talk about conspiracies, and if you like these things are real and, and if you don't believe me here like i'm, I'm in old age now i'm just, just like to that point where tell the <laughs> truth right you
0: were out of fucks that day
1: i'm out of fucks that day <laughs> oh that's a great shirt i'm out of fucks today
0: I, Yeah, hell yeah let's do it
1: <laughs> yeah so uh putin and uh, lukashenko addressed the west's worst fears this week, both President Vladimir Putin and his close ally, Alexander Lukashenko, have addressed the worst-case scenarios which could spin out of the U- Ukraine war. Both in separate interviews have addressed what the West fears most in fresh remarks. It comes from Russian tactical nukes are being delivered to the Belarusian bases. First, Belarus Lukashenko said in Wednesday interview from Russia One Television that the Western allies are very afraid that new large-scale war will break out in Europe, resulting in global catastrophe. I mean, jackpot yeah. video. I, uh, <laughs>
0: global catastrophe, dude.
1: I have met with people playing an important role in this who make radical, drastic, and final decisions in the event of a, if Leshenko said, according to the Russian state media translation, what they fear most is a nuclear disaster, and they have been sincere about this. They're afraid of using nuclear weapons in Ukraine. It's only natural, he added. He stressed that Bolero certainly seeks to avoid this as well, we are not seeking that either, and we too are afraid because this expert say could cause a global catastrophe and this planet may deorbit if we all use these weapons and explode. And that's interesting. That he says that, that the planet. De-orbit? Could de-orbit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That if you have a, a mass um, um, nuclear war where nukes are going over all over the planet, that amount of energy could potentially knock the Earth out of its orbit. That's wild. Yep. That would suck. I think. Well, you wouldn't be around to notice it. So. <laughs> Vince, I don't think we'd really notice. I mean, you know, we might be about 20,000 degrees by that time. <laughs> I don't We're dying of radiation poisoning. And if the Earth deorbited and there's that little pause, cuckoo, like that in the orbit, you know what happens to you? With flat Earth, there's nothing happens. They just stand still. But with you and me, we go flying forward at 1,000 miles per hour. That's a perfect place for him to be frozen out. You notice how I say that. Flat Earthers, nothing happens. If the Earth's orbit goes bloop, bloop like that, nothing happens to flat Earthers. They just stand still. With you and me, though, <laughs> we go flying forward at a 1,000 miles per hour to the east.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm just kind of wondering what it would look like to go out of orbit. Would you just fly into the sun? Or just like...
1: Well, it, it, the planet moves to orbit. It's going to be minute few inches. But what it'll do... Is it will it will distort? So the Earth has a rotational velocity and it has angular momentum around the Sun. So there's a thousand mile per hour rotation of the twenty six thousand circumference Earth, right? Or yeah, so. 000 circumference. Earth. So one thousand miles per hour is. You know, one degree or uh, 10 degrees every hour or something like that. Well, yeah. So it's, it's not
0: just going to spin out into space or spin into the sun. It's just no, going to adjust no, its no. normal orbit. And right.
1: So what would happen is, is that you're moving at 40,000 or 40 or 60,000 around the sun is you would basically, that would kind of like shudder in its orbit like this. And that would cause that inertia to take hold. All that forward inertial energy to take hold and everything on this planet would screech towards the east and slam into things at thousands of miles per hour. No, really? Fuck. Just slightly. But the initial shock would kill probably everybody. Um, so the Belisarian president said he won't hesitate to use nuclear weapons if they are, um, you know, attacked or anything of that nature. So China has called out the United States for uh, using color revolutions around the world. What? No way. Come on, China. China recently conducted uh, hosting a two-day China-Central Asian summit in the historic city of Zhang, where the ancient Silk Road connected the imperial China to the cultures in the West, addressing the leaders of Central Asian countries. Chinese President Xi Jinping made statements on the future of Beijing's engagement with the neighboring region through investment plans, free trade terms, science and technology exchange, boosted tourism and agriculture and security cooperation on the last point g turned his attention to the united states he minced no words, saying we should act on the global security initiative and stand firm against external attempts to interfere with domestic affairs of regional countries or instigate color revolutions and so as a color revolution is going on in your own country they're doing it in other countries as well because that's what they do uh, Israeli is fearing the consequences of the West arming Ukraine. We know that Ukraine has nukes that we gave them. We they know. Have to. And, and they have Zelensky to. is absolutely a, a wingnut who's most likely going to use them. Total wingnut. Good word. Yep. India has outlined new areas of cooperation with Russia. If India and China, China and Saudi Arabia come together in a military alliance with Russia, it's Oof. over for the West. Mm -hmm. That's
0: that's exactly what's happening. Yep. I mean, unless we want to be controlled by these BRICS nations in some way, which would probably be, be by force and take over and it would probably get ugly that way because not only because war is ugly, but because we'd be controlled by another nation kind of like, you know, we'd be in the same situation we are now of having a terrible government in control. I don't trust China. I don't trust Russia, but, um, the only way dude is um i think trump could resolve this otherwise that's the direction we're going in we're we it's either everyone's going to lose and it's new all out nuclear war or this gets resolved somehow it's crazy this escalation and, and everything is just absolutely nuts aliens i don't know
1: maybe aliens um, stop the nukes but there is some hope um Yay. Dare we say we are proud to report that a middle school students in the Boston suburb of Burlington are fighting back against a six colored rainbow brigade at their public school. After completely ignoring the Memorial Day holiday due to an oversight, teachers and administrators at Marshall Simmons Middle School held a Pride Spirit Day event on June 2nd to celebrate LGBT perversion. Students were um, encouraged to wear pride gear, dawn flags, and basically admit Uh, Being straight, a.k.a. normal, is somehow abnormal. A large multicolor sign emblazoned at the school bearing the quote um, from homosexual playwright Tennessee Williams uh, made normal students at Marshall Simmons feel uncomfortable. It said, what is straight? A line can be straight or a street, but the human heart? Oh, no. It's curved like a road through the mountains. The obvious implications of this quote is that being straight is abnormal and that no human being is actually truly straight. Hence why the LGBT crowd is always trying to gay, uh, gay-splain gay that even straight people are somehow <laughs> hidden color of their own hideous rainbow deep down inside, even if they are not cognitively aware of it. Um, so the number of students at the Marshall Simmons tore down the signs, banners, flags on Pride Spirit Day while chanting through the hi- hallways, USA are my pronouns.
0: That's cool. Yep. I love that gay-splaining. I'm going to have to put that. Keep that for later use.
1: Oh, by the way, one of the things about the genetic uh, manipulation of mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to note that in some of the research and looking at the patents as far back mm-hmm. as 2004. In 2004, they, um, they, they looked at the modified versus unmodified mosquitoes. You ready for this?
0: Uh, yeah. Are you talking about the R7 deregulation?
1: Well, or? so this is uh, with some of the first genetically modified um, mosquitoes that they were developing.
0: Yeah, What'd you they know they the names
1: that they they called the regular mosquito versus the modified mosquito. Mm-mm. What they call them cis mosquitoes and trans mosquitoes. You're kidding me. Dead serious. Got it in the literature.
0: No way.
1: Cis mosquitoes and trans mosquitoes.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I
1: know, right? Like it's what like the fuck. It's like it's all connected, man. It's all connected. All right. Um, Let me see. here. I'm just seeing if there's anything pertinent. Uh, CDC claims deadly pathogen with 50% fatality rate now endemic across the Gulf Coast. And this is the things that what I'm telling you about. We have dengue fever in Peru that 300 dead, 150,000 infected. CDC claims new deadly pathogen with 50% fatality rate is now endemic. Um, Around the U.S. Gulf Coast has declared a deadly pathogen has reached. The U.S. Gulf Coast is now endemic here, which means it is now constant presence in the area, although not spreading out of control. The public health emergency agency said the bacterium Holderia pseudomeli has a fatality rate of 50 percent worldwide. Infections caused by the pathogen can cause a potentially fatal disease called meliodosis, which is called Whitmore's disease if left untreated. The CDC epidemiologist, Dr. Yulia Petras, Pseudomale naturally resides in the soil and uh, fresh water, primarily in subtropical and tropical regions of Southeast Asia and North e- Northern Australia. However, it has been found in the Gulf states of Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Florida. Wait a minute. Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. And F- Those are all red states.
0: I know. And that's why when people are like, Vince, what are you doing in communist Washington state? Sometimes I wonder, like, as maybe, long as they don't get
1: vaccinated. I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like they're going to um, if there's any upper hand, upper ground taken by blue states, it's probably going to be safer yeah.
1: than red states for time. So, so one thing I'll point out about this is this was warned by Dr. Zelenko and by Dr. Uh, you know Malone and all these guys, is Good that morning. the problem with the COVID vaccine is mm-hmm. not that the spike protein is eventually going to kill you. It's the fact that the spike protein will basically evolve within your body as your body produces it and suppresses your immune system and allows for the, for the mutation of other viruses and COVID to mutate in your body because of a suppressed immune system and become stronger and then be spread to other people. This is the big threat. So now we're seeing this rise of monkeypox, smallpox, dengue. We're seeing this one. We're seeing all these viruses come out all over the place in these places they shouldn't be. Why? This is what they want. They want them to naturally evolve. They want them to kill lots of people with immunosuppression they want these viruses to go into these people mutate to an even deadlier strand and be killing more people Uh, this is the the latest one the last one that i will report on before we get uh, to the thank yous and, and talk about a little about tonight synthetic human embryos created in groundbreaking advance scientists have created synthetic human embryos using stem cells Um, In a groundbreaking advance that sidesteps the need for eggs or sperm. Scientists say these model embryos, which resemble those of the early stages of human development, could provide a crucial window on the impact of genetic disorders and biological causes of recurrent miscarriage. However, the work also raises serious ethical and legal issues as lab-grown entities fall outside current legislation in the UK and other countries, The structures do not have a beating heart or the beginning of a brain, but include cells that could typically go on to form a placenta, yolk sac, and embryo itself. You know, they want to play God, Vince. They want to control human biology and human reproduction. They want integration of technology that makes them completely immortal. And they want to utilize that technology to control you and I in a highly reduced population.
0: They want to control. They want to control nature, take nature out of the equation, and control yep. reproduction. This is nuts, dude. And live forever.
1: Yep. It reminds me of. Uh... Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, in Stargate SG One, there was this enemy called Replicators. And so they were an artificial intelligence that was created by um, the ancients. And the artificial intelligence became so intelligent that it rivaled the ancients who created them, the the civilization that created them, to where they went to war and they tried to destroy them and the replicators weren't fully destroyed. Uh, But what the replicators do is they go to planets and they consume all the resources, all the material, and they break it down into basic uh, atomic states and redevelop it and integrate it basically like the Borg. so who knows maybe that's something we're dealing with right now i want to go ahead and give a good thank to ed uh, ed reed over there in d live you're celebrating a 13 month sub thank you so much ed central one two three four gifted shades oh gold for vice and josh uh thank you so much mo- much shade or sorry central one two three four for the shades thank you so much Grismo 7 donated three lemons, bayonet, one lemon, bayonet, six ice cream. Thank you so much, Grismo and a bayonet. Love the beach, two ice cream, enlightened science, two lemons. Thank you so much, love the beach and enlightened science. Grandma Fiverr Volt, three lemons. Shannon, 1313, 13, five lemons. Thank you so much, Grandma and Shannon. X Grits X, two lemons. U Town, 369, two lemons. Thank you so much, X Grits X and U Town, 369. Central 1234, gifted the phone. Josh Vince, you guys rock. Thank you so much, Central 1234. You're, you rock. Much appreciated. The Federal Bureau of Inves just followed. Welcome, the Federal Bureau of Inves. That's on D-Live. Thank you for the follow. Don't forget to go on over to redpills.tv. That is our primary website that's going to take you to socialredpill.com, private social network, where a lot of us will be tonight, as well as all of our other social channels. Uh, me, Brenda, gifted a five one five one one-month subscription to users in the channel. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Slumdog gifted a can. Thank you so much, Slumdog. Goop supporter plus on rumble. You guys can support us on rumble as well. $1 on rumble. Tucker episode four is on fire. Absolutely calling Joe Biden dictator. He is a dictator. Thank you so much gum for that. Colmar 2000 supporter on rumble $5. What happens when the hunters patriots become the hunted? Stay safe. Everybody. Uh, the hunters become the hunted. Well, I think we're seeing that right now with the political witch hunt, but you know what? Here's the thing: is the hunters are the ones that go out there and kill the prey, and so we are uh, we're taking a turn and a step towards the end of this saga. I think in the next eighteen months we'll know the truth and we'll know how to proceed moving forth. Uh, Don Mega forty five is celebrating one month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Don Mega. Cursive Q is celebrating one month sub streak. Thank you so much, Cursive Q. Shannon thirteen thirteen donated one ice cream and bayonet one ice cream thank you so much shannon and bayonet guys thanks for all the donations tonight uh, we have the red pill project uh, social red pill live q a after dark q a that is on zoom but the way to get to that zoom is you have to go to socialredpill.com, have that for a 599 subscription which is monthly really cheap and you get all the zooms you get the the friday the the friday nights that we're on uh, you get every night there's people in those zooms I sometimes pop in tonight will be there for the Q and a I'll be there and so you guys can jump in join us there. And that's on socialredpill.com. Uh, if you have a subscription on any of the sites if you're subscribing to us on pilled uh, on um, Rumble or any of those channels, you can just go on in there if you can't find the link message myself or mention any of the or tag a post with myself or the mods um, on social red pill we'll get you guys the link. Uh, The Pitbull way, if you are subscribed on social Red Pill, just go to your group. At the top of the group is pinned. Uh, So if you're Red Pill Patreon, go to the Red Pill Patreon group. At the top, it's pinned. Red Pill Patreon plus, pinned. Uh, That's the best way to find that link. But guys, much appreciated. We are in these final stages of this war. The storm is here. It has begun. Tomorrow night, I am going to be joined by uh, a phenomenal guest by the name of Laura Lee. She joined us on Earth Chronicles a few weeks ago with me and David Whitehead. We talked about... Uh, the Jungian archetypes. We talked about dreams. We're going to be talking about that discussion tomorrow night. It's going to be great on Conversations on the Fringe. A lot of what's happening right now, what everything has to deal with. So we'll talk about that tomorrow night on Conversations on the Fringe. Please join us. Morning coffee in the morning, Dark to Light show as well. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Hope you guys have a great evening. Don't forget, if you want gold and silver in those portfolios, IRAs, create an IRA, 401ks, uh, 501k or four Oh one threes bees, whatever they are. Get over to Dr. Kirk Elliott, get gold Our lead sponsor here at the red pill project, Dr. Kirk Elliott, get gold Fill out that form and they will get back to you. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a great night. See you soon. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal.
2: And uh, they call me, I patch the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look.